Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comics Podcast number 507. The free comic book day aftermath. Sadly, Mike did not survive. Um, so. What? No. But. You didn't survive. I know you're old, but you can't hear now? No, he still can't hear. It's the comprehension that he doesn't have either. What? But. I'm Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are. Dave. Bill. <laughs> Marley, Pat, Spencer, and Rex. Rex. He's passed out on the floor. He's had a long day, right, Marv? Yeah, you're being very attentive. Yeah, she's ready to. Yeah, talk she's right. She has. She has something to say. <laughs> no. Oh, she was a star of free comic she, book. Guy. They were outstanding. Actually, I, I think that's probably why you got so much business. They wasn't here for the sales of the no. books. Well, that dogs. was because I honestly, I'm like, oh, do I bring the dogs or is it going to be too crazy and maybe I shouldn't? And Tim's like, no, people are going to be coming to see the dogs. So, But they were rock stars. Uh, they loved it. So many people, so many pets. Uh, Marley only went out twice as people held the door for her, which I thought was very kind. <laughs> Why would you hold Why the door you open you? so a dog could walk out? Seriously? <laughs> Other people's kids, man. Pretty much. Um, but, uh, no, I'm kidding. Mike did survive. I was teasing. Um, but it was a great day. Um, I didn't know what to expect between not having one for two years, really, and the weather. Um, I honestly had no idea what to expect. Uh, we set it up outside on the sidewalk. Because we really have no room inside anymore. We used to clear off the tables. But they've really been incorporated into the back issue. And so we could have used them and lost several letters of the alphabet from back issues. But that wasn't appealing. So we decided to go for it outside and prayed the weather would hold. And it did. It rained, but it didn't blow. So it wasn't a real problem because we do have the overhang. So you know, nobody was standing in the rain. And the books weren't getting wet. So that worked out well. Uh, the cookies went, the pop went, half the hot dogs went, so that worked. Um, sorry. Um, but yeah, huge day. Um, greatly buoyed by a couple back issues that uh, we found, but uh, by far the best day ever um, here at the store, which was just really, really amazing. So it was awesome. We sold lots of stuff. I just did a giant reorder yesterday through... All 18 of the distributors I have to use, um, which was fun. Um, <laughs> I also was a bad boy. But Did you sell a lot of trades? We sold know? a lot of, yeah, a, lot, a ton of trades. Um, back issues were huge, besides just those few books that we sold that made sold for a ton. Lots of people uh, in taking advantage of the back issue sale. Uh, sold lot. Pat pulled a lot of stuff up from the basement that was kind of funny. A lot of stuff that was like water damaged box from the flood. He's like, well, if this is downstairs. Let's just bring it up and see if somebody will buy it. And they did. You know, greatly discounted, but wasn't doing me any good. Because how long ago was that, Pat? That was a while. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, that was the Aquaman sale. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was a great day when uh, Pat came in on a Saturday morning, and all of a sudden we're talking. He's like, where's that water coming from? Yeah, that was awesome. There's the water line to the toilet let go in the old old bathroom that's now the office. You own the building, so probably 2016? Yeah, somewhere around there. So that stuff's just been sitting down there. It's like, oh, you know, it got damaged, it went downstairs, and... Like most of the stuff in the basement, never to be seen or heard from again. Um, I was down there looking for, we all looked for it. Um, I had a little hermit crab cage. And what I liked about it was, it is. It was was just a cage, but it has a little thing on the top that you open to drop the food in. And it's perfect for a raffle raffle. thing. Um, And I was looking for that for the raffle, and I couldn't find it, but down looking... There's one section where it's all my stuff, which is basically stuff that was on the shelves behind the counter when we moved it, and just looking through you know, going... people can't see air quotes. Right, I know. Okay. Well, my stuff in air quotes. But just looking, it's like, what is all this stuff? But it's just, you know, I don't have the time to yeah. you know, spend an hour down there. Do you ever think you'd do a basement cell again? No. Mm-mm. No, not that it's all organized now. Yeah, because that's what happens is a bunch of damn savages go down there like us and mm-hmm. throw it. Yeah. Yeah, why is there Batman in the F section? Right. That happens up here, too. No, it yeah. drives him nuts. Somebody will go through a section, Pat will go over, and it's like, it's completely out of order. He's like, is yeah, like How does hard? it happen? Are you just, like, shuffling, like, through? Like, how I, just, I like, don't know what people do. Or people are hiding books. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a ton of that. But, uh, yeah, so it was it was a great day of sales wise. I think people had lots of fun. I, we were busy all day, which was great, but not overwhelming. I remember one year when I, we only had the one register, and I remember just being crushed. Line, yeah, yeah, line, and I'm going as waiting 45 minutes. Long. Yeah, and I was going as fast as I could, and it was it, you know I realized people didn't like waiting. I wasn't even looking up. It. it um, so having the two registers both on the system, because even for a while we had the second register, but it was just a cash register. Yeah. And then they had to write everything down. And then Monday I had to come <laughs> I in. I remember doing that. I had to come in and then ring all that stuff into the system mm-hmm. so that the inventory was right. That was not fun. Because you had to write it all down. I had to type it all in, no, you know, you each item. Yeah, what the hell we wrote. Yeah. So it's great having the, the second register. That was That was a breeze. So, yeah, overall, everything, I think, I went really well, other than, you know, Tim, when he started crying, you know, and I had to had to help him. But. They were tears of joy. Oh, they were tears of joy. Tim's okay. a crier. <laughs> but, um, overall, I think it was, uh, it was a hit, and we did well, and I'm very happy. So, uh, what do we got? Oh, but then the one bad thing that happened, we knew it was coming, but uh, George Perez passed on. Free- well, I think he passed on Friday, and then they announced it on oh, Saturday. Oh, was it? Okay, I, I yeah. saw it on Saturday. Yeah. Well, they didn't announce it till Saturday. But, you know, not unexpected. He'd been sick for not a long time. Uh, pancreatic cancer sucks. Um, that's what took my mom, too. Um but, uh, so yeah, not unexpected, but uh, the one good thing was by announcing it, um, you know, people were able to reach out and tell them how much they appreciate him and everything, especially the pros, which I think is, you know, fantastic. Just, you know, because so often it's, oh, I wish I had told. Well, DC brought him to the studio, yeah. which I thought was really yeah. nice. Yeah. But it's just, uh, you know, he went on his terms, kind of. You know, he decided yeah. not to do any real heavy, hardcore treatment and just. Well, he was stage four. He's like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that happened. Um, 
Neil Adams one week and then George. Yeah, but I mean, again, Neil Adams was 80, so not not unexpected. But George was only in his 60s, which sucks. Which kills me that he's only, you know, 10 or 12 years older than me. It's like, yeesh. You know, just what he accomplished. Um, he was really young when he started. When he started yeah, he, he, he had like to have been because starting in the 70s. Yeah. Titans? No, because he started on, he was in the 70s doing uh, Avengers. He, like he created in, Wonder in Man's costume, or the second costume. I caught him on Avengers. Okay, okay. yeah. Maybe that, okay, that. Yeah, okay. I mean, but still, Titans was like 81, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just going through all my news, uh, bro. So next week, this is this is cool for me, um, but there's not going to be a podcast next week only because I'm not going to be here, which is a little scary that I'm not going to be here Tuesday and Wednesday. So it's not my fault. But so Tim's going to come in and check everything in, which he has done before. I don't have any concern about that. They, so you've been gone for a whole week, right? The only concern is Penguin is new and Penguin's system is new, um, okay. and it's not as easy as the rest. Like the Penguin shipment will come, but it'll be on eight separate invoices. Uh, you have to download each one, and it's so just trying to walk them through all that. So be kind, rewind, um, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to bring my laptop so that I can help from afar because that I'm only going to be gone for one whole day. It seems silly to carry my laptop around, uh, or maybe I will. Who knows? I got the I got my new one, which is light. Um, but. Uh, Several years ago, I was invited to join this uh, Facebook uh, leaders group. It's small business leaders for people to discuss issues and things like that um, on, a, on a Facebook group. And it's grown exponentially since I started. I think I was in when it was only 100 people. And now, this is all comic book people? No, this is all people. Um, I think I got in via a friend of mine who has a store in Cleveland who's been a part of it since the very, very beginning because he had a really strong, he has a really strong Facebook presence. Mm. And so they invited, he's been out to California to the offices and everything. Um, So I think that's probably how my name got bandied in and I got in there. But um, they're flying us all out. They were they want to do this the last two years, but it's been, had to have been virtual um, because of disease but um, they're flying what, us the all. Pandemic stop you? Yeah, they're flying us. Well, it, and it's been online, and it's like on a Thursday afternoon type thing. It's or a Tuesday. I can't sit watching as you know no, online you, presentations. No, you have to be at home, and yeah. even then you got right. Yeah, but I mean, I could sit in front of the computer, but um, uh, just hard and yeah. But they're flying us all out down to DC, putting us up. Um, so that's going to be cool. But it's funny uh, talking with my buds. There are eight or ten comic book stores that are part of this. You're flying to D.C.? Yeah. Okay. What? It's a four-hour drive. Yeah, but they're flying me. It doesn't I, cost I, me a penny. I know, but, like, my time is worth that because it's well, right, or, a but, 45-minute flight. Yeah, but I'm just... get to the airport two hours and yeah, but sticking around. That's okay. hours with plane. Right, but <laughs> see, the beautiful thing is I bring a book. Yeah, and I get a lot of time I can read, which I enjoy, versus driving and parking. And and they might reimburse, but still, I don't want to. So they're flying us down, putting us up, uh, feeding us, all that fun stuff. Um, and I guess it's Monday. There's a, like a reception that night. Then Tuesday is all-day programming, and then we leave Wednesday morning. Oh, it's Tim. Shh. Oh, wait, we can't be quiet. Um, 
Yeah, it doesn't work on a podcast. But, like, the first half of the day is, like, presentations, and then the second half is these workshops. But also part of the reason of doing it in D.C. is we're going to meet with a representative to talk about small business concerns and stuff. Um, we're meeting with Senator Casey. The only bad thing about that is they're not doing in-person meetings. They're doing just online meetings. So we're going to D.C. to do a Zoom meeting. with, And he's not going to be available, so it'll be with a staffer. I'm like, well, that part's not very exciting. Yeah. Um, but overall, hopefully it'll be productive. So, um, but I, I don't I don't get back until uh, late Wednesday afternoon, and then I gotta go pick up a dog. And I'm probably well because she can stay at home. I, I can't leave Marley at home. Yeah. Because of the problems. Oh, yeah. So um, Sandy and the kids are gonna watch Marley for those two days. She doesn't know that. She, you don't know, but you're gonna go stay with them, okay? You're gonna be a good girl. Yeah. As long as you get the treats, I'll be good. Yeah, so I gotta go pick her up, and it's like, okay, do I want to rush home and then come back here for the podcast, having read nothing? Because I won't even. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. We'll take a week off. We haven't had a week off in a while. Um, since the pandemic. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> we had a couple. Since we've been back, we've been back. Um, now the now the trick is just remembering next week and not coming in all like late and be like, hey, oh wait. <laughs> we weren't doing it. Yeah, but I could have been here hours ago. So that's my news. I don't have any rants at all. Last week was a delight. We got really cleaned up, and hopefully, I can keep it cleaned up. I'm really happy with how the store looks. I think we did a good job. Yeah. And uh, moving moving the table from behind the counter revealed those books, and the Pat's like, "Oh, what's in here?" And found it. So that was very profitable. So that worked out Amazing well. Amazing what happens when you clean up the joint. Well, the problem is if I had cleaned it up before, they would have gone in a box somewhere down no, in the basement. So actually not touching them, even like Joe was like, so the lesson of this story is don't clean up. I said, or, you know, just leave stuff sit for a while and it will age like a fine wine, you know. Well, it's like the thing I found again the sponsor. I had no idea. I yep. even had that in my possession. And I'm like looking down, I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, there, from? there's a lot of books where it's just it was overstocked, didn't sell, and it's been sitting in the basement. Like that Vengeance Number 1 series sold for crap. Oh, it just happens to be the first appearance of America Chavez. And it's now worth 500 bucks, and I happen to have 17 in the basement that had not sold. So little things like that work out. You know, sadly, it doesn't always work out. There's plenty of books down there that are worth absolutely zero dollars, but every no, once in a while. You know, you paid two dollars for the book, and... Yep. You sell 17 copies of it, $500 yeah. piece. So, right. So, right. yeah. It works out. Especially the way the market is right now with the books getting so ridiculously hot. You know. Did you, but did you find whenever books like that, like, I mean, now granted, you just had, like, people pay a whole bunch for the, yeah. the books you found. But, like, 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 do you find, like, regularly, like, people paying that much for, like, those books? Like high mocked books, or are they just they they that? well. I mean, some of those have sat. Like I'm sure I was surprised we didn't even well, sell I mean, one at half like, off. With, like if you're talking to like other retailers, if like, like yeah, you know what I mean, like they if, do, they do. And, and you know, if I was more proactive and CGC them and stuff, like I'm sure that's what the guys are doing with those books they bought. And they'll make like somebody was saying it was like a CGC one was like thir- asking thirteenth grand online. I'm like, good for you, but you putting that work into it. But you know what? My bank account right now looks nice. I'm happy with the Especially considering how you, know. you just got them. Yeah. Yeah, they just came yeah. in for like nothing, right? right. So. Well, the other thing is if it was thirteen grand, you may never sell it. Right. 
Right. Who's going to pay that? Where right. these guys paid the you know the raw price or whatever, but whatever. All is well. So, yeah, I have I have zero complaints right now. No rants. I'm good. Although as I was unboxing those image bundles yesterday, I was grumbling under my breath. But present, present, present. pretty much exactly what I was saying. Cartoon faces. And it was very funny because uh, one of my... That's how I assume Dave curses. Yeah, I could see him going off on a like, Yosemite Sam type deal. Um, one, of, one of my, I don't know... Mentors. You have a hat you could throw on the ground and step on? Yeah. Mentor isn't the right word. I, me, I have a lot of hats. Oh yeah. Let me, and I'm not, you know, I probably shouldn't be quoting what he said in this forum, but I thought it was really funny. Um, so sometimes I feel like there are forces just trying to confuse comics retailers out of business. I thought that was a really good, really good comment because it's true. It's like that, like those books. Oh, well, I thought they were going to be discounted, but they were net, and I thought they would arrive by free comic book day, but then the email I, response I got said, oh, no, we never intended for these to be for free comic book day, even though we offered them in February to ship in April right before. You know, it's just, oh, how silly of me to made those assumptions. Well, now your problem is that I will never make an assumption with your product again. Right. Namely, I will never assume your products are going to be good. I will assume your products will be bad and that they will arrive late. That's what you basically told me in your email to assume. So I will order accordingly. Um, Bunch of asshats, man. Just, it was just one of those, I, I, I need to respond, but I feel like my response is going to be, thanks for the reply. Bye-bye. You know, you know, same company that, had us order records that they then realized, went, oh, no, you can only get one. Did you ever one. get that record? I've gotten one of the first two issues. You, we haven't you gotten them. A, never got an album? Oh, no, no, I've gotten the album, oh, okay. but we got one copy. Oh. Which, when when I was on the Zoom call with them, was like, oh, we're going to reach out, we're going to be in all the um, record fan magazines, and we're going to drive people to your store, and then... For yeah, one copy, only have one copy, it yeah. Any good. It's like, guess what? I already did the work to sell that copy, you know. And we've and then they offered second prints. We still have never even gotten the second prints, you know, the second printing. So it's like, and now I just saw they're soliciting the the trade. It's like, okay. Seems like yeah. uh, nobody knows how to run a publishing house. Yeah, anymore. it's it's really starting to feel that way. So does anybody else have any news? Anything? I don't want to step on any toes. We did get a couple questions. Doctor Strange was good. I yes, you... yes, very good. I know this is going to shock you. You haven't seen it. Yeah. I have not seen have it yet. Have you seen Batman yet? No. Have you seen Spider-Man, Spider-Man yet? No, but I do have the DVD. Okay. So we're 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 getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting closer. Next uh, next time we'll talk, we'll have it in the tray of the DVD. I'm going to have two weeks to get it into <laughs> my PlayStation to play. Um. Okay, question. Zach asks, is there actual interest from readers on the Bendis books that came out today? The, only one, I, come out today? the only one I know that came out today was the Justice League versus the Legion. That's the only one I remember that, that like came six out today. Ago? Well, my favorite part of this no, it is... Started like six no, but, meant, well, yeah. It, yeah, but here's the problem. We got issue one, but the story started in Justice League Annual that came out like a month after number one came out so you read number one you went what who's this guy what's going on here 
Then the annual came out, where it cleared up everything. And then we got two, and now number three just came out. Tim, can you think of anybody has, has there been any uh, actual interest? I mean, we have some people buying that book, but I don't think anybody's really super sold on it. Yeah, and was there a second Bendis book? I can't think of one. Not that I know of. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Oh, Naomi. Oh, (laughs) yeah, no, there's no interest whatsoever in Naomi. Um... What I thought there was. Again, what? We sell we sell some copies. Right, we sell them, but all pre-orders, and it's not not a high number. What are like her powers? Because yes, I, because like reading that <laughs> Justice League book where she was a member right. of. Yeah, light does light things with does, light. Yeah, does a light thing. Powers, and she's going to be a queen in the future, according to the Justice League. Like, I just like I don't Legion even know. Book. Like I read like because the how, Legion refers to her as Queen Naomi. You know, like how many issues of the of his justice of Bendis Justice League where she was like a main cast member yeah. Yeah. and I don't know what her powers are. Yeah. You just described Jubilee. Yeah, but I think she doesn't know where her powers are, nor does anyone else. Bye Marley. Um okay, now we have an empty question. I hope you're ready. You it is think? a seven part question. Okay, and we have to go slower, remember. Okay. <laughs> we have to talk slow. That's up to you, yes. Mike. Um, in honor of George Perez, what's your favorite comic series not called Crisis on Infinite Earths? Also, do you have any stories of meeting him? I, my story of meeting him wasn't good. but uh, Teen Titans. Teen Titans, too. Just blew that, me away because I transferred from the Avengers to him. I met him twice. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but he was a rotten human being twice. Okay. He was He was not... not yeah. Um... I, I met uh, the first book I ever bought at a convention was Teen Titans number one, which wasn't long after it came out, but I had started. I probably got number two at the store and then had to find number one, and I mm-hmm. found it. At, I mean, I paid five dollars for it. Nothing exciting. Yeah, um, but back then that was a lot of money. Yeah, but then I did have him uh, sign it, and yeah, my experience was not. It wasn't great, but I'm like. I brought it to him, and I said, hey, you know, this is the first book I ever bought at the first convention I went to, and now I just opened my own store, and it's great to meet you. And he went, signed it, and went, thanks. And then went back to his conversation. Two times he acted like, actually one time he did say, I was bothering him. And there was no one in line. He was sketching something, and he told me to come back. And I'm just like, not come and the thing that made me so upset was like he was like the guy that got me into comics okay the art and I was all about art and like George yeah. Perez and then I met John Byrne and John Byrne was a prick too yeah I've always heard Byrne was, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm like really see I met him but I, that was early on at that show I bought X-Men uh, 136, 137, and 138 and had him sign all three of which he opened the cover and signed on the first page mm-hmm. in green flare pen um, but I don't remember. I asked him to sign him. He signed him. I said thank you, and I left. So I didn't. So it's like, but I was also like twelve. But it's like it's you meet these people like they're superstars yeah. in the comic book world, and sometimes maybe it goes to their head. Yeah. You know, you know what? I think I heard that uh, Burns does is like if you go and like have like a uh, like um like a reprint or like uh you know. Um, like not the actual copy. Instead of signing it, he has like a stamp that's his signature. So since it's not a real copy, you don't get a real signature. Wow. Yeah. What's your favorite burn book series? Uh, Perez. Perez. 
Perez of Infinity Gauntlet. Ah, uh-huh, okay. I have to say, if, if I can't say Kratos on Infinite Earths, because you're not allowed. I'm not allowed. Yeah, but no. that was that was the first like. I've been meaning to reread thing. it. That was funny when I went to the New York uh, DC offices. Stewart was like, you know, take any book you want off his bookshelf, because they weren't his, but, and I picked Crisis. I'm like, I've wanted to reread this, and I'm not digging out my issues. Yeah. So. And it's, I still have it. It's one of those, you open up and you go, wow, there's a lot. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Pat, Spencer. I haven't read a whole You love his Turtles run, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I haven't read, like, a whole bunch of his, like, because like, I haven't got to any of that Avengers stuff, or, like, any of that... That old stuff, I'd I'd maybe say just Titans, just because of the influence and like the the ripples that he's had with you know Nightwing. characters, yeah, characters yeah. that I like and and like that later on in the series and stuff like that. Um, I've never met him. He was at a Steel City when I first went, but it was like really before I was kind of like um, um, really too much into the actual like. Like like certain creators and stuff. Like I was in line. And there was a couple people, and I wanted was thinking about trying to get a sketch. And like, I forget how much I heard it was, but at that time I was like, oh, that's a lot. To have. Like now, I was like I would have bought like three. Like you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. so like that's like the one thing that I missed. But um, I didn't see. He seemed to be pleasant with those people. Like I guess that I was only in line for a couple minutes uh, for that because it was kind of like towards the towards the end of the show and stuff. But that's like the only time. That I ever got close to like meeting him or anything, and then I got the well, I got the um, I bought off a of column and he had a signed uh, copy from Perez of uh, the first appearance of Nightwing and whatever issue of, of Titans, it's like forty one or something, something like that. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. To, pretty cool to have. I haven't read a lot, um, but yeah, I mean. Titans obviously has a lot of, lot of influence there. There's a cool run he did with the Fantastic Four. There's like it's in two collected. It's like the Visionary trades. I think there's one and two. It's worth picking up. Oh, that'd probably be cool, yeah, because I think okay. he'd probably have a pretty like pretty cool thing. Yeah, and the one thing that always amazed me is how clean he drew, how mm-hmm. fast he drew, and how many people he yeah. drew on a page. Yeah. There's something down there, Pat? Like a no. bone or something? Uh, okay. I don't see anything down there. Okay. Just smell, maybe. Just smelling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just being marked. Going to town. Okay. Uh, let's Wizard Magazine this up. Okay. Give us your top five writers in comics today. Well, I think Mark Russell's an obvious choice. Yep. That's on mine. Jeff Lemire. That's on mine. Yeah. Go Tom King. I'd yeah. say Tinian probably. No, Joshua young. Williams. Yeah, I'd say I'd go Will. Will yeah. but, um... Hmm. Uh, Donny Cates. <clears throat> yeah. I like Donny Cates, but. I think he does horror well. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm just saying, if we're going to, like, Wizard Ward... Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think he would, like, the personality and stuff, like, I think he would be... Okay. You know, uh, one, you know he'd be he'd be up there. Okay. Ed Brubaker, even though he's not very prolific right now. Um, 
as far as number of books, but he's written a lot. So Darsky's in the reckless. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody mentioned Bendis. Shocking. Okay, next question. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, we could do that for book club, too. Do what? Oh. Um, <laughs> I'll wear my Joy Operations Okay, now this one, this is going to bring a lot of discussion. Are you ready, Mike? Sure. IHOP or Eaton Park? Tim says yeah. he, I agree only yeah. because the only IHOP is really yeah. far away. Yeah. I've been to one IHOP and it was in yeah. Montana. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I do like like Eden Park. We go there quite yeah. a lot. Now, having lived here most of your lives or all of your life, do you not think part of that's a nostalgia factor? Oh, absolutely. Because having grown oh, yeah. up. Not in this mm -hmm. area. Like I, I prefer IHOP. Right. No, I do like IHOP. Sadly, the closest one is Robinson. It's about forty minutes. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. you have to be. I want IHOP where I have an Eaton Park five minutes from our house. So. Yes. No. I I get that. Yeah. But if I'm. But having lived here all my life, Eaton Park is severely overrated. It's eh, food now. Oh yeah. Okay. Now it's yeah. It's, yeah. Most okay. restaurants, I pick one thing and I order it every time I go there. Mm -hmm. Eaton Park has like five things that I can cycle through. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. And not a bad uh, buffet if you can catch it on a good day. Yeah. yeah. Now that it's yeah. back. Yeah. If you can catch <laughs> it on a good day. Look, that's not something I want to hear about a buffet. <laughs> if you didn't get dysentery, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, you know. Okay, number four. Speaking of bygone magazines of yesteryear like Wizard. Which was better, Maxim or FHM? And I can also say I've never seen FHM either either me. magazine. So I bought F FHM. Okay. I used to get them both. Um, I probably like Maxim more. Spencer doesn't know what we're talking I, about. Maxim. Do you? <laughs> I know Maxim. He, he H, found his older brother stash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, the other one, uh, that one, I'm not too familiar with. It kind of sounds familiar, but I don't... It's pretty much the same magazine. Mm. <laughs> yeah, different name, different yeah. title. Yeah. It's like stuff, again, pretty yeah. much the same magazine. Hey, Dave? No. Okay. Well, let me give them my top ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> top ten Drugs uh, and ammo. things about FHM and Max. <laughs> okay. Um, number five. Why isn't Green Lantern a more popular comic series than it is? I can tell you exactly why. Creative teams. You have a writer who has said he hates Green Lantern, or at least Hal Jordan, who is the main Green Lantern. But that's okay because you could write. John right, Stewart, but that's how. Write. Right, but that's how you start. Is and they by turn saying him into that. some kind of like lantern god. Then your cover of issue one introduces Teen Lantern, who is the star of the book. And just, I read issue one, and I went, nope. So, I just think it didn't have a good catch, and... Well, like Spencer said, if you don't have a good team behind it... Yeah. And for me, honestly, it hit single digits by the last issue. Wasn't Morrison's run awful, though? Yeah, Morrison well, did not help. help. Yeah. That did not Morrison help Morrison did not that help. That was, what, two years? More, yeah, because at the cause end, because it, uh, yeah. it was, what, Venditti, then... Yeah, there was a couple other people before Morris, before Grant Morrison, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. yeah, but it has taken a great fall from the Jeff Johns days yeah. and Blackest Night and all that. Sinestro War. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think it just needs, you know, a, a, a new number one. I think King Tom King mentioned he'd been writing Green Lantern, so I don't know if he's doing a new Green Lantern book, but just needs a new number one with a hook that, and I think it can be right back up there. It's not. I don't think people are tired of the character. Stick with it. Not yeah. Um, but now this one, I, I am zero, I'm zero help on this one. Uh, construct a worthy MTO lunch from sheets. Go. I've never done that oh. in my life. So really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go nachos with French fries with cheese. Say burger with the pretzel bun Ooh. and fries. There you go. I'm more of a breakfast guy, so like any kind of uh, like egg McMuffin. Was it a schmuffin? Is that what they're called? Something there? like oh, yeah, that. Everything. And, uh, yeah, everything's yeah, And then uh, <laughs> a hash brown if they have it, or t- tater tots if that's it, you know, whatever. The... Yeah, turkey sandwich with, uh, with the pretzel bun is a good call. Okay, and then the last, last part is is X Men the biggest soap opera in comics? And I don't, yes. I don't know if still, but definitely during Claremont's run it was. Now it's so disjointed, I couldn't tell you what's going on. Um, I haven't read the X Men since Battle Royale. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Or no, or was it the trial of Jean Grey? Which one? She's been on trial a lot. The, the last one. I, I, was that before or after Battle of the Atom? Mm. Whichever one of those was later, that was the last time I read an X-Men book, and that was probably 2016, 2017. Yeah, because yeah, I was doing uh, in the middle of Bendis' stuff with the, the kids and, you know, the younger versions coming yeah. back and stuff. Okay, that's it for the questions. Oh, man. See, we're gonna be out of here like in a half hour. Yeah, like we thought. If this question took a half hour. Dave, what'd you read? Sorry, I'm just responding to Tim. Let's start with One Star Squadron. That was something. Is that the last issue? Is yep. The yeah. final yep. issue, yeah. Yep, that was... It sad. Yeah, it was a very was sad not issue. A bad thing? No, it, it was really well written. written. It was, uh, yeah, but, Red Tornado coming to grips with the fact that uh, everything went to crap. Yeah, and I'm kind of viewing it as Mark Russell's, like, com- comment on the meaning of life yeah. and second chances. And, uh, yeah, it's... 15 months later and uh, after Heroes after the Heroes for You the building was destroyed and Gangbuster was killed you want to climb up there with Mike you want to snuggle Mike you want to give him a big snuggle (laughs) (laughs) yeah he wants a big snuggle Mike's going to cry do you want to go out okay keep going you guys go I'll be back <laughs> so Red Tornado's at a diner and he hears that uh, uh, Minuteman was killed, was dead, and he goes to the morgue to look at the body and it's not him. And so he's wondering what's what's you know where's Minuteman? And so he goes to the old uh, the old employees of Heroes for You, 
tracking them down their odd jobs and stuff. Yeah, and um, GI Robots teaching uh, a course at like a superhero college yeah. that's in a mall or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Heckler's working for Lex Luthor. And what was Luthor doing? Was he selling something too? It was like an app or something. Yeah, okay, I forget yeah. what. Okay, yeah. I forget what the deal was, but. Um, and Power Girl apologizes. She says she lost her way, which was that was good. That was yeah. a good, good way to make because it was very not Power Girl all the things. That yeah, she was like made her a real person. Yeah, to have her do that, and then he gets a letter from Minuteman that handwritten, handwritten in the mail, and he apologized for writing in this form of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he almost overdosed on Miraclo pills. But he was on a waterbed? Yes. And it punctured? And he survived. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way they, they found him. And the guy driving the life, uh, piloting the life flight helicopter was his old drug dealer, yeah. T-Bag, now Trevor. Yeah. And he moved on to Montana, st- opened a uh, ice cream stand. So, yeah, it just... Really, something. It was a very human story from yeah. superheroes, and told in a different way and different light. And I felt bad for Red Tornado because he's an android, but you actually felt like he's very yeah. emotional. And oh yeah, what he went through was very emotional. I I, I really enjoyed the series. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. Just just hoping he made the right call with with Minuteman, you know, giving him that money and so he could start a new life. He gave not, him, what, $50,000? And not turn him in, yeah. Get going again. Yeah. Um, quests aside, did anybody read this? Maybe you call and read this one. This is a new one from Vault. It's a, fa- it's, it's, it's in the fantasy genre, like Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons. It's about a watering hole that the adventurers go in, the adventurers go into you know when they're on their way to an adventure or back or whatever and it's kind of written like a situation comedy okay. not not taken seriously okay like a very it, special it, episode it, and they get stuck in a bike store and a monster yeah like these, these <laughs> you meet the we'll see if Colin read it when he came Colin, Colin only read five books, so probably not. <laughs> um, so we meet the we meet the cast. There's like a skeleton Ray, who's the who's the um, cook. Oh. Mm. Yeah, you like that one, right, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> and um, you talking about a Bendis book? No, quest oh, aside. Because Marley seemed upset. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not talking about Joy Operation. Okay, just checking. Okay. Quest aside, Colin. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. It's in, okay. it's in the stack. Um, so we meet the, the casters. Ray, who's like a skeleton, who's a cook, and there's an apprentice mage who's trying to do magic tricks, and he's not really, really good at it yet. And there's a... Uh, an exiled princess who works there too and the guy who owns it he's like a retired adventurer Barrow and then so the the crux of the book is the they're they're readying the place for the king to come in and the king comes in and the king and the owner they used to be the best adventurers in, in the kingdom 
and they like defeated, freed the freed the countryside and killed the ogres and stuff. But now the king wants to. Uh, he's expanding the kingdom and he wants to replace the bar quest aside with a with a new, with a barracks and he has 30 days to to uh, to, to exit the property so it's a lot going on it was good it was good it was written like a I said it was written like a situation comedy. Okay. Are you going to get issue two? Yeah, I'm going to get issue two. Oh, yeah. Uh, Little Monsters. I read that. Number three. Um, it seems to be mo- It's good, but it's, it's moving slowly to me sometimes. It is. And then maybe, I was just thinking here, maybe it would have been better if, if it did like the maze book thing and had like some double-sized issues. Or something, but the kid Billy, he, he found a man trapped in a in a cave, and, and he took a bite. Now he knows they're vampires, and he came back and tells them, you know, find this guy, I saved some for you. Let's go feed. And Ronnie and Raymond, they decide to go, and the other two are looking for Romy, the girl who uh, she meets somebody else new character and she's shot in the chest with an arrow and she just takes it out nothing happens yeah, like nothing happened yeah. and they're with the body we're they're with the guy too and you, you find out that the the new girl in the guy they have a connection that's her uh, father is that the one that got bit that yeah guy, yeah. yeah and um there was a flashback too, which was interesting. It's to when this started. It said Orange County, 2029, the second pandemic. Yeah. And Billy is getting supplies for his mom. She finds out he dies. She, she yeah, died. She died. He was just getting what, like leftover canned food or something. And a guy comes in with some other kids, and he tells him, "You never have to be alone again." So this must be the elder. Or like a head vampire or something. Yeah, they talked about like an elder in the first issue who they were waiting to come back. But but it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, And lastly, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Number one. Finally, there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi book uh, from Marvel. Um, He, this, this, this is... giving his oral history or something? Yeah. He's on, he's 20 years, he's on Tatooine, 20 years into, into watching over Luke. So this is the Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so he's just going to look back. So he's, he writes in his journal about his past adventures. So we've seen this journal before in some of the Star Wars books. But... The first story tells us one we never saw this before, but he was an eight-year-old kid when he's an eight-year-old kid on Coruscant with the Jedi, and he has his best friend uh, is having dreams of a monster, and the the kid says, "I gotta, I gotta leave the Jedi. I gotta save my. This is going after my father. I, I gotta help him." 
and Obi-Wan says, if, if you're going to do that, I'm going to come with you. And the kid, like, jumps jumps off, you know, from the uh, the temple into the, the lower bowels of Coruscant, and they're captured by the uh, Black Sun criminal organization. Um, do learn that Obi-Wan's doing Jedi mind tricks at eight years old. So he's very advanced for uh, for a little of course kid like that. But what kind of mind tricks does an eight-year-old play? Uh, they're, they're, Give me your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> to, to get out of some rough some rough scrapes. Um, Art was really good with the Obi Wan, with the the framing sequence, but the he kind of like switched styles when they went to the Obi Wan, the the young Obi Wan stuff. It was, was more, a different artist. Yeah, it was the same artist, I think, oh. but it looked a little bit much more cartoony and not realistic than the other Obi Wan art, which was really nice. Because we don't know what a young Ewan McGregor looked like. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's all I got. Okay, Mike. Um, I'll start with Twig number one from Image Comics. Yeah. From Scotty Young. It kind of reminds me of Bone, Jeff Smith. Okay. He's like these almost like fairy tale kind of creatures, and Twig is this young little worker who wakes up late and he's his first day on the job, and his little sidekick creature tells him he needs to get going he's, so he finally gets going he's going to his work and they're like oh your dad was a great worker and that's how he got the job because his dad no longer does this job and then the head guy manager is like oh you're late but okay we're going to give you a chance so he has to take this gemstone and take it to basically get an appraisal from this older wise man so it's his adventure going from there to find the this older wise guy, wise men. Wise guys? Wise guys, yeah. And then, I mean, I'm amazed how well Scotty Young tells the story. And you could definitely tell he's writing to a younger audience. And I know Scotty has two younger kids, and I think this is definitely geared to his kids, and it's it's really good. And then you get to the <laughs> end, and the person he's supposed to get the uh, gem appraised by is Bones and Dead, and he just leaves it right there. But um, I'll definitely be picking up more of this. It's really, really good. Um, the other, I'll talk about two more. This one was yes. free comic book day. This is called the Bone Orchard Mythos Prelude from Jeff Lemire, and this is just like a one shot, one story. And there's this guy. He goes away to this cottage, and he's talking to his wife, who they're having marital problems, and he's there with his dog. And he's a writer, so they both agree he needs to have a week away so he can finish the script he's well behind on. So he starts doing that, and the dog starts howling at something. So they're like, well, let's take the dog for a walk. The dog goes up to this definitely looking like haunted house, and he's still having issues. And the dog comes back, and then they have to go back again. And the, there's like, uh, I guess you could say there's blood going on. But the whole time during this comp, this journey, the guy is talking to his mistress on the phone and saying, oh, I miss you, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And then he kind of like has this like breakdown. He's like trying to get his life together. And then this person appears out of 
nowhere in the house. He's all red, <laughs> naked, and has this like ancient Greek mask on. I'm like, okay. And he takes the mask off. It's him. Oh, yeah. And then they kind of like switch places. And then he goes off to the guys like, okay, calls his wife. I miss you. I love you. Let's make things all back together. And the switch is on, and he's going to go back to the wife. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really, really cool. I mean, I don't tell the story well like he did, but... And this is going to continue in this horror universe that Lemire is doing. And yeah, they're like, uh, gra- like ongoing graphic novels, aren't they? Yeah. And it's the same artist that did Gideon Falls, and the artwork is just fantastic. And the other one I'll talk about is Flashpoint Beyond Number 1. Oh, is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... Thomas Wayne is sitting in his mansion with the young boy. Is it Dexter? Yeah. Who's Dent's Harvey Dent's son. Yeah. yeah. Who Dexter survived. Dent. Yeah. They're not Kid talking. Didn't have a chance. <laughs> He's not talking. The kid's not talking. And then Thomas Wayne's like, of all people, he asked to watch the kid was the penguin. Yeah. What's that? Is that word? Yeah, but I mean, it's like, the it's still a penguin. Yeah. I mean, like, that's. You kind of get what you get in this, like how he cheers up the kid. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, and kid then, wanted to learn how to shoot a gun. Well, yeah, not very good at it. As they're leaving, Oswald's like, "What do I feed him?" I'm like, "You'll figure it out." So, Batman's off to confront. Is it Aquaman? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. So Britain. So Britain. So yeah, the world is at war. Uh, Atlantis is threatening to flood everything, the island and all this. And the Amazons are on on there. Yes. It's, it's, I, New Themyscira, I think, is what it was. Yeah. And Wonder Woman is a prisoner. Mm-hmm. She's held captive. Yeah, they have her uh, tied to like a pillar uh, with, the, with the lasso as the water slowly rises... And then she's being guarded by like these like Cthulhu guys. Yeah, they're very Cthulhu guys. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "Here, come here." He's like, "Well, I can't hear you. Come close." And she bites one of his tentacles off. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, dumbass. Batman <laughs> appears and is like, "I need your lasso." And she's like, "I'm not giving you a lasso." And so they kind of like make a deal because he wants to find out. Why is this all going down? Well, because uh, Dane needs to confront Aquaman, but make sure he's yeah. telling the truth. Yeah, yes. because his one of his assassins killed Barry in the last issue. Well, someone did. killed Barry. Well, yeah, he's assuming what, it was an Aquaman yeah. assassin. So he throws the lasso around him, and he kind of like doesn't go the way he thinks it's going to go. Does he tell anything? He yeah, just, just he, he didn't. It, yeah, he yeah, didn't do it. it, but he never said who did it, right? Well, he might not know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, the deal that yeah, Batman then, made with uh, Wonder Woman was yeah, kind of cool. Wonder like, Woman, where's my trident? Guts him like a fish. Yeah, well, the trident goes through him, and he's gone. Oh, what I like about like well, what I like about this issue is like throughout the whole thing, like uh, Batman doesn't care about the world. He doesn't care if it all en- ends up burning at the end or whatever. He just wants to find out what why he's yeah, he back. His casino here. was burned down. Yeah. Well, at one point. He- Thought it might have been um, Thrawn, yeah, or mm-hmm. Thrawn. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely not him because he would have wanted me to know. Um, yeah. And then at the end, we have a little kid. Who is the little kid? He's a little drummer boy from the first one. He's one of the Time Lords. Okay. 
Yeah, because that took, those last couple places take place in the regular. Yeah, it's Flash and Batman yeah. having a conversation. But well, was from that the button, or it was like right after the button? They I don't think they referenced, they referenced the, the, the button, button thing, um, but this was just from the zero. Those people showed up in the zero. No, no, no. I mean, the part with because I'm trying to think was that like at the end of the original Flashpoint when Barry and Bruce were together, or was it the button? Or was it was it the button. There was, was an the editor's button. note yeah. Okay. in it. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I really like Flashpoint. So yeah. That's, all that's why we're doing, doing it for book club. Yeah. That's all I got. That's a good idea. Good idea, Pat. Yeah, so you sold a decent amount of them. We did, the... yeah. yeah. Uh, so I read Batman. Yeah, I read Batman. Mm-hmm. Read that. Part 5 of, of Shadow War. Yep. Um, Definitely missed some parts not reading the others, but that's okay. Well, got it, enough it, of it. The, the third and fourth part really kind of rolled together it, and it was that was fine um another issue where everybody's kung fu fighting um <laughs> ninjas ninjas well, with no, guns ninjas with guns yes. that, and, and Slade even says that he took a page out of my book they're not just ninjas they're ninjas with guns um but Ghostmaker is supposed to be watching them yeah cause he's in charge of Batman Incorporated now. Yeah. yeah. It's revealed that one of the people that dressed up as a Deathstroke, when they were getting their costumes, there was another guy getting a costume who wasn't with them. But it was a Deathstroke costume that he was But it getting. was an older one, yeah. older costume. And um, then that guy shows up. Yeah. And... Don't know what'll happen? No, but bad things happened at the end of this one. The ninjas with guns killed somebody. Maybe killed somebody. Well, true. Yeah. Maybe potentially killed. I mean, he does have a healing factor, so... Yeah, I mean... I mean what was it? In the de- Deathstroke issue, I think, he talked about, like... He was pretty much born just to be tortured by, yeah. by race. So, my guess is... He's probably okay. Yeah, he's probably... Yeah, he'll, he'll be alright. Um... I don't know that this needed to be all these parts. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think this could have been tied up by now, but whatever. Almost like they're killing time to get to 125 or. Yeah, with the new. the Zdarsky run. Yeah. Well, shouldn't uh, Batman be. should be close to uh, hitting a thousand issues here soon? Mm, I don't know. Because it was. I don't remember. Well, it was pretty close to 800. Yeah, before, before new, new 52, 52, and then it did 52 issues, and now it's up to 120. Yeah. Three. Three, yes. I, it's got to be pretty close. Plus Bendis is... Or, uh, uh, oh, wait, no, yeah, that is probably King's run, yeah, because he did yeah. the first under yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It, it just feels like it started penguins. over, but it did. Yeah. Two nothing penguins. What period? Second. Um... And the last one I'll talk about is uh, Once in Future. Yeah, I heard that too. So, Robin Hood. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's, that part was really interesting. Um, I love, uh, Little John is a giant. Yeah. Like a, a literal giant. Um, all the Merry Men are fairies. And... Yeah, uh, you know, Robin Hood. And, and, and they wanted to join the Merry Men because 
if they have access to the forest, they can very quickly get to anywhere in England. But the other, or I guess Great Britain, but the other part was Mary somehow has to do with, like the old English version of it has to do with time and time moving very quickly. Mm. They're trying to get to Christmas Day yeah. before... Because um, that's the only way I guess they can kill the the fake Arthur, or I yeah. guess the original Arthur. Um, and I've been reading this since the beginning, and it's not that I don't enjoy it, but I just need this book to be over with. Yeah, yeah. I was it, I was talking to Tim last week when the issue came out. And it's like I'm happy. Like, I'm not happy to see this in, but it's like it. It's definitely it's at its time, you know, to to kind of wrap things up. Yeah, I mean, I. It was a really, really cool concept, the first 10 to 12 issues. Um, but then I think they're, they're just dragging it out. Mm. And, you know, finally it is need to put out its misery. So, But at least with, with bringing in Robin Hood, it's like, okay, I actually know so about this story that, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So, that's what I read. There's the hopes that it is. It's like they take like that stuff and they also like... And here's a whole bunch of acid to go with it, you know, with, like, the, the colors and the yeah. designs and things of everybody and stuff. Yeah, the, you're, you're right about that. The colors and the designs were very uh, loud. But, well, I'm like, who, who is this again? Like, um, uh, but, uh, Task Force Z, um, there, um, so the, basically throughout this series that there's been two different kind of groups uh, uh like kind of bidding uh kind of for this government uh job of kind of almost being like kind of like a new like uh task force like x kind of thing um but with zombies but with zombies and you know and using the resin to keep them to bring them alive enough to where uh, you can use them but they're not fully back um and so uh two faces in charge of the task force c and I forget who's in charge of the other group if they've shown it yet, but um, so they've just been kind of amping up to um, to like a war between the these two groups, and um, that's kind of like what this issue is like. Uh, um, Jason Todd went and tried to recruit some different members, i.e., killed them and then used the resin to bring them back as like zombie slaves. Um, but do but they only have like a uh, like a certain amount of the um, of the um, Lazarus resin that they can use, and they end up like running out uh, right before like the big battle and stuff like that. So um, it's just it's been an, an okay uh, okay series. It's a it's a twelve part. So we're getting over the halfway point. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So what do you remember of it, Mike? Let's start there, there was body parts and okay. there was like a dream sequence at the end, but I think that's where I fell asleep last okay. night. Okay, so was it good? So yeah. old, he falls asleep. The comic on his face, yeah. laying in bed. Probably, yeah. Um, so uh, most of the issue is uh, Donnie uh, talking to like that rat doctor and you know and showing her, showing him, um, um, uh. Venus, or, um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Um. Uh, She's in pieces. Yeah. 
Um, but then she's also she he's able she's have able to have like a psychic link to Donnie. She's like telepathically talking to him. Yeah, right? and trying to like warn him, and then we find out that she is the part of the battle, not the battle toads, but the um, the the toad gang, the um, but the one that they were looking for. That's her. Okay. In the um, in there um, that they that they. Uh, that they were look, going to the dojo to look for because they thought the totals took her. Um, so that's who actually has her. And, uh, yeah, like you said, she doesn't have all of her parts, but they, he's using, like, the dragon scale to uh, kind of keep her alive. And he's, he even admits, like, it's kind of like a guinea pig scenario, trying to see what he can do and stuff like that. Um, and then before Donnie, you know, time Donnie tries to you know, talk something to him that you can, you know, you can't be doing this and stuff like that. Um, but the rat guy is able to dexterum real quick with a syringe in the neck. How are they not caught? I mean, like, how are the people not know that this is going on? That's the thing that I was, like, a little baffled by. You mean, like, that he has this whole operation? A whole operation on? going on. Well, because you figure in, like, a, like, if you, if you think about, like, how probably that mutant town's, like, ran and operated, it can be, you know, yeah. hidden away in a way. somebody would talk or say? I don't think many people make it out of there. That, oh, that could be true, too. You know what I mean? I don't, um, so, uh, then while he's, like, passed out, he's having, like, an astro projection talk with, with Val, uh, uh, with, yeah, with her again. And, um, like, he starts seeing, like, some visions of, like, his dad and stuff when they were still, like, human and, and stuff like that. Um, and then he wakes up and, like, they're trying to, um, escape, but I think it ends with, like, him getting ready to, like, operate because it's, he has, uh, Donnie, um, the fox, who's, uh, Raph's girlfriend, um, the pig, the pig lady who is, uh, Jenica's, like, girlfriend, and, and then Venus is all, like, um, you know, like, tied up and down and stuff, so I think it just ends with them trying to figure out what, um, like, trying to escape or something like that. Um, did you read, the uh, Free Comic Book Day? No, I didn't get a chance to read that yet. Is, is like, it good? It's okay. I think it's just a prequel to, like, that game that that's coming out. It's, oh, like, another okay. total game. Um, and then... Um... Uh, Firepower? Yeah. Did you use Firepower, Dave? Yep. Um, so, uh, the issue starts with the dragon just continuing to mess things up and, like, fighting, like, uh, fire jets and stuff like that. Um, and then it comes back to Owen and the family in the hills, and they are stuck with, um, Lily having to fight the whole, this whole army that is still being controlled by the snakes, um, uh, which is this cool double-page spread of that, of them getting ready to fight. I'm kind of upset that you didn't get to see any of the fighting, like, when it comes back to you later in the yeah. book, it's just the fighting's all done and the snakes are, are slithering away and stuff like that. Um, but then, uh, we also see the lead, uh, like, I'm guessing the leader guy of the Serpent Clan, 
um, going to it's Japan. Is that where the dragon's at? Yeah, Japan, um, China. I thought it was Hong Kong. Maybe Hong the, Kong, China. That the the dragon invaded. Uh, is, so he shows up there, and then the um, the samurai looking guy uh, yeah. shows up, uh, Master Shun, or Sh- I think it's I think it's Shun. Um, yeah. And you know he's getting ready to to battle the guy, and like that's kind of where it ends. Um, you know, normally you'd get uh, you get kind of mad when there's like two or three like double play sp- uh, splashes <laughs> in a book. Yeah. But like with this series, it it it, it it's worth it. It and, makes it. It's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's an anomaly. Cause I always say how we always say how fast this book is to read. Yeah, this one was doubly fast because it had all those two page spreads, but they were just so great to look at. Um, but yeah, I like every time I kind of think of like uh, what else can they kind of do with this series to keep it moving further, they kind of come up with yeah. with something. So. Um, but yeah, I'm not, uh, hopefully it can, cause what, that's, that's issue 20, so, well actually 25 if you figure the trade, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it keep, it's keeping me interested. Yeah. It's really good, I think. And then the last one I'll talk about is Radiant Black. Did you read that, I did Dave? read that, yeah. Um, so it's that, that with, uh, Nate laying in bed with his girlfriend, um, who came back from like Hollywood because it seemed like it was a go- like the girlfriend he had when he was in over there in, in uh, California, yeah, right, yeah. Because um, she came back whenever he was in the hospital, um, and then so they're just kind of like talking, and then like so she then he sees news of some of the stuff that uh, Masha has been doing as Radiant Black. Um, and, like, you know, he's starting to get, like, a little bit more violent, a little bit more careless sometimes. So he finally tracks him down, and uh, they get into an argument because Marshall has been actually wanting to talk to him about this kind of stuff for a while because he doesn't have yeah. anybody else really to talk to it outside of the other Radiant people, but it doesn't seem like he's really, yeah. you know, they have Marshall wants to talk to Nathan about this, but, but he's been too occupied with the with the lady friend. So and Nathan, but Nathan doesn't seem to be understanding. Yeah, he wants to come down on Marshall for some of the ways he's yeah. doing his radiant black stuff. And then they reveal that Nathan's still getting like communications from the suit or whatever it is. Um, and they eventually do have like a little bit of a talk and. Um, you know, make up a little bit and, you know, promise that, you know, that they're going to try to, you know, go back and figure it out. But then there's a, like, he gets, like, a distress thing to where he goes um, to stop them. Like, because, like, um, in between all that stuff, you see you see some of the people in the suits, like, robbing and stealing stuff. And, like, he goes and stops them later in the book. I can't. Well, there's uh, this villain Sheer, is that yeah, the name? Something like that, they're, yeah. They're, is it like they're dealing with <laughs> NFTs or something? Which yeah. Is weird. Um, yeah, I can't I, remember. How, do you remember how it ended? I can't remember, no. I remember it had the cool uh, uh, Hulk homage with. Uh, oh, was it Wolverine? Was it a Hulk oh, yeah, there was a Wolverine. Wolverine. 
But yeah. I can't remember, is that a yeah. Hulk book with Wolverine on it with the claws on it, or is it a Hulk book with Wolverine? Yeah, I can't remember which title, but yeah, it's just... Uh, I think it was an uh, Incredible Hulk, Hulk with, okay. cover, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was it, that was the last, last book. Okay, well I have two more. One was In His Own Image from, I think, Sourcepoint. This one, this has been weird the whole way, um... Start off with this psychotic guy getting this, like, sex doll that he chains up and burns and whips and mutilates and throws away. And this monkey comes along and saves it and rebuilds her. It, it, it's bizarre. Stronger. It's bizarre. Faster. And then in issue two, she then, she then goes and basically totally messes this guy up. And at the end of issue two, he's saved by these robotic people that kind of turn him into, like, a cyborg. So this one is this is the last issue. Um, starts off with him kind of wandering the streets as this robot, you know, this cyborg, and then he's attacked by these kids who are just you know whipping him and knock him down and peeing on him and treating him like he treated her, and then he gets picked up by this doctor who's also partially a cyborg, and he's running a test with these other models of robots and how they react when he's being abused. And it turns out somebody has changed something, and it turns out it was the monkey who's causing a distraction to let the other monkeys out. And then the guy gets out and shoots the monkey, and then the lady kills him. The end. I, it, I, I don't know. Um, I read number one because the, the premise sounded interesting about, you know... Robots being made in man's image, and can they be, you know, can they be kept from turning evil like man or something? But this was off the rails. Um, and then the other one I read was Dogs of London. This was a new one from Aftershock uh, by Peter Milligan. And it's basically, it's set now, but it's telling a story from like back in the 80s. It's basically like a British gang, the Dogs of London, these boys that all grew up together and formed a gang and telling their story. And then stuff is happening now that reflects what happened in the past. So it's basically one of those, like, the craze type of story. Um, so we'll see where it goes. But the first one was good. I enjoyed it. Had a good beat. You could dance to it. Um, so that's all I got. I did not read much. Um, I was distracted by other things last week. But uh, since we're not doing a podcast next week, we're going to have so m- It's going to be like an eight-hour podcast. You expect me in to remember weeks. what I read? In Make notes. Like, I don't respect you remember mm-hmm. what you read eight minutes ago. Thank you. Oh. Ouch. Hey, I worry hey. about you getting home, so, hey, you know. that's what GPSs are for. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Who's this lady talking about? Uh, yeah, me? Alexa, take me home. Yeah. Yes, I could see it. Yeah. I have my letters on big. Yeah. Who, what's it now? Get your Tesla and just program, and you can then take your nap. See, that's why you don't say the name, <laughs> But, um... So what's coming out next week, Next Colin? week, we got... It's it's a bigger week, luckily. Marvel, apparently, has found the... Opened the floodgates to their product. Um, wood? Yeah. So we have Eternals 12. The only reason I'm talking about this is it's part... It looks like it's leading into Axe, which is great. Great uh, abbreviation for their big event. Um, not not Sixes. Axe. Was that before or after Judgment Day? 
That is. That's Axe Judgment oh, Day. Okay. Yes. Right. It's because it's, it's Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day, and that abbreviates to Axe. Now I'm thinking Axe Body Spray. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Teenage Boys. Yeah. Um, we have Fantastic that's what Four. Colin wants to think about. No, I mean, <laughs> whoa, no, whoa, whoa! I heard that in the. But I'm just what? thinking in comics. That's what I want you know Axe be thinking about with right, my right. Avengers versus X Men. Uh, Fantastic Four is continuing on uh, whatever that one is. Um, Reckoning War. Reckoning War. Thank you. We have Immortal X Men Two. Well, well, actually, let me see. Sorry. Okay, uh, Marvel's Voices Identity is coming out. We have a new Savage Avengers 1. I know everybody's excited about that. Uh, Spider-Punk 2. Uh, Star Wars gives us both Dr. Aphra and Han Solo and Chewbacca. We get Thor 25, a giant size spectacular, right after Thor 24, which was a giant size spectacular. Because um, it was actually issue 750. But now 25 is part of the Thor versus Hulk banner war that started today. But X-Men wise, man, we've been getting few, X-Men have been few and far between lately. Well, we're going to fix that. Cuz we get Immortal X-Men, New Mutants, Wolverine, Wolverine Patch, Excellent, X-Force, and X-Men Red. Wow. So yes, I believe it's 7 X-Books. We got one this week, 7 next week. Yes, cuz why do we get that, Pat? Can't play these things. That is correct, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, Next week from DC, some good ones. Uh, We got Batman Superman World's Finest number three. We have Batman the Knight number five. Duo number one. This is a new milestone book. Uh, Fables Returns with 151. And Shadow War Zone. So we get a Shadow War book. So that should um, be at the end of it, right? No, there's one there's Omega. Ah. Yes, you can't you can't go without an Omega. Um, if you get an alpha, there has to be an omega. That is correct. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that that has happened, though. I'm sure they've done one without the other. And then for everybody else, it was interesting. We got a whole lot of twos coming this week. So, um, but uh, so yeah, not a lot to talk about. But uh, Black Hammer Reborn Twelve, the last issue of this uh, story arc, Breakout Number Two. Somebody else read that. You read that yeah, and liked it. Good. Yeah. Um, we have Hit Me Number Three. That's an AWA book. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike's been really liking that. He likes. Uh, they have good weapon choices. Good, yeah, That's true. yeah. Mike, Mike, Mike likes that. Uh, I hate this place that was originally called something else, and we're getting the also the variant cover with the old title. Um, Joe Hills the Rain, last issue, number five of that. Uh, Shaolin Cowboy, Cruel to Be Kin, uh, by Jeff Darrow, and The Wrong Earth Purple. So the next issue cool. of that is coming out next week. So um, it's a, a, a good week of books, especially Marvel is really showing up next week. Um, yeah, again, uh, I won't be here. It's going to be weird uh, not being here Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, so hopefully all goes well. It's not my fault if it doesn't. Um, and let's see. So, yeah, we're still doing Star Wars Month. And book club is Flashpoint. That'll be, the, I forget, the end of the month, 27, something like that. Um, so uh, check out the new website. It's been redesigned. I think it looks really good. Needs some a little bit of tweaking, but overall I'm very happy with it. Um, and let me know. So uh, the website's pittsburghcomics.com. Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. 
So that's all we got. Let's see. Dave, send us home. That's a podcast. We will talk at you in two weeks. See ya.